Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, four, five, six. Ooh. Testing, testing, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> okay. Did you have to think about it for a yeah, second? Yeah, I did. I was like, four, five, six. I had to think about it. Seven, I was like, Wait, what's eight, the- nine. <laughs> Wait, is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is recording. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> I feel like every time we get together, we, like, piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I feel like the real ones Oops. love it. But someone on TikTok is going to be pissed. We at least, you know, we get like 90% positive feedback, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. But that 10% do be loud. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're hella they, loud. They're stitching. They're, <laughs> stitching. <laughs> they're duetting. Yes. <laughs> they're engaging, oh which is fine because they're raising our price. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. more so. engagement, the better. Thanks, guys. But wait, are we recording? <sighs> Yeah, let's just get started. Oh, nice. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brickle Therapy. And guess what? They're back. We got Nikki and Cammie. Cammie and Nikki. The tweens. The tweens. Twins. Are you guys okay with just being referred to as the twins? Yeah. That, it, we've been that for most of our lives. So. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we explained on one of our episodes. because, or Well, no, it was an episode that we did with Sluts and Scholars. And she was like talking or she was asking us about like being fetishized as twins and we were like well in high school everyone called us the twins so then like in college we wanted to be like our own separate people <laughs> i feel like that makes sense for like the college years yeah but like, now we're now we're the twins again and i don't mind yeah did yeah. you ever go through like an identity crisis i just i'm so just interested i've always wanted to be a twin that's why identity i, I, don't, I, I was, went through an identity crisis in the middle of a bar in venice just a few weeks ago it was a <laughs> great cry um <laughs> what happened well it was it was me and my 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 partner we were sitting there you know i had this was when i'm halfway through my unemployed journey and I don't know. I was just, I was emotional. The energy in the universe was really weird. And we were sitting there at a bar and I was like, and I, did I take an edible <laughs> or was I drunk? Either way, I was, um, on I was something. on something. And right. then I'm like, who am I? And the, it's this whole fiasco. I, I Do you want to talk like, about it? Do you want to unpack this? No. It's vocal you know, therapy. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I talked about it a little bit with my therapist, okay, okay. Uh, which, by the way, bitch needs to schedule me because <laughs> I need <laughs> Oh, y'all haven't scheduled another? Well, no, we usually schedule like at the end of our call. But our last call, she was rushing. She was like, oh, I have another patient. Um, just text me what when you're available next. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I did, and I just haven't heard back. So I need to reach back out to her. Um, yeah. yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, I know. So I- identity crisis for me, it was it's always weird because like I spent a very long time comparing myself to Nikki because like yeah, our course. paths post college looked very different, very different, very different. And it took me a while to stop comparing myself to her and realizing that we were on a different journey. Right. Right. Like we all go through that in different ways. And I can't imagine it being a twin and having someone who looks just like you, who just has the same birth, like everything, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Because then you, you really see just how vastly different, you know, different decisions in life can take you to such different points. Right. Right. So it's like, you know, thankfully I had to go through all of that. And I think I had to go through that young for a reason. Cause like now I'm at the point where it's like, you know, I'm 28. I was unemployed for four months, um, you know, and I had no issue with it. It's not right. like I was there like, oh my God, I'm not at this stage of my life or, oh, I'm not making this X amount of money. It's like, no, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, you know? I think like I'm we, need to, we need to normalize being unemployed sometimes. Like I think everyone, I mean, to a certain extent, obviously, but mm-hmm. like I think everyone just kind of has a negative thing on it, but it's like, no, that's actually... Fuck working. Fuck capitalism. Yeah. Y'all if you know, like want to take a break and switch gears, like that's okay. Y'all know how nice it is to just exist. Yes. <laughs> I wish we all could. Like do y'all that. know how nice it is just yeah. to wake up and take On your, your own time, time. Yes. Make your coffee. You know, do some meditation. Take the dogs on a walk and not answer to anybody. Do you know how nice it is? Amazing. Trust Honestly, me. like I get a little bit of anxiety almost going back into the workforce because I liked being just the manager of my own schedule so much. Now, granted, like that's why I sought out, I've been seeking out opportunities in which, you know, I still get that empowerment, empowerment with my schedule. Now, of course, you know, I'm a boss bitch and I like to work, you know, and I like to make my money. So I'm going back out into the workforce and, you know, doing what I want. But I do want to say like, Nikki and I, we prioritize travel. We prioritize, you know, having balance in our, our work life balance. Um, so yeah. So if it's anything, it's like, you know, when I see some of my peers just like grinding it out, um, love that for them. But if I ask them like, Hey, when was your last vacation? And they say like three years. I'm That's like, me. I used to never take vacation. Yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, you got to get out there. Like yeah. take a knee break. Cause you got to reset. It's super important to have that time to reset, recalibrate, rebalance, because otherwise you're going to get burned out. Yeah. And it could look in different ways. I feel like there's some people who actually hate traveling. That's true too. Yes. There's people who yeah. like get anxiety from that, but yeah. like, but I'm sure that person has something else that makes them feel good. Like even yeah. just staying at home and existing. I was going to say vacation time does not mean you have to go somewhere. Yeah. Right. Vacation time can be just in your own home, just not doing anything for a week. Right. Because sometimes a vacation, as much as we all love vacations, we need a vacation from the vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So like you got to just want to just not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I totally feel that. But either way, I'm a huge, after taking those four months and also, I mean, I was unemployed during the pandemic, which was like fun for the first three months. And then after that, it was literal hell. Um, but after like taking those breaks and like actually seeing like what I can do with my life when I'm not letting other people dictate my schedule, there, there is a lot to learn there. I, so I'm, I'm a huge advocate for taking the time for yourself to, you know, 
It's just, I think you, the thing there is just, you know, having the financial ability to do that. Yeah. Now I will say privilege um, too. I was blessed because I had Nikki's help and I had, you know, I had stashed away some money to where I could take those four months off without being in trouble. Yeah. Right. Not everybody can do that. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So check your privilege there. But I think it's, I think if, if someone does have like the, the ability to do that and you know, then do it. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, normalize like the, um, unemployed. Yeah. Unemployment. Like there's, yeah. if you need to take some time to figure out where you want your career to go, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, I get it. You know, it, it, no one likes, well, I think it's because like before everyone was always like, you can't have gaps in your employment mm, on your yeah. resume. But people are kind of are more understanding about yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like now these days, like you know, especially like with millennials in in management, right? Instead of like boomers and whatnot, um, or whoever was before millennials, Gen X, Gen X, yeah, like boomers and Gen Xers, yeah, they were the ones that were like, you can't take a break in your employment, like you always got to have everything Get on your ass, yeah, up on and your resume, work. exactly. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Kim K. Yeah, <laughs> and she's a Gen X or is she a millennial? No, Gen she's X. millennial, isn't she? She's. What? I think she might. Wait, no, 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 she might she? be Gen X. No, she's Gen. X. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I was say she's. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Her you're right. Audience are millennials. Yeah, yeah. But she's. But but it's true. Now that like millennials are in like management and leadership type roles, like a lot of them are like, no, who cares? Like, if you took a break for you, like, if anything, they probably celebrate it. Exactly. I think so. Yeah. It's more celebrated. Yeah. I remember I was out with a with one of my friends, and she had brought me to some sort of event with her friends, um, and. One of her friends was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, well, right now I'm unemployed. And he was like, he was like, oh, fabulous. I took two years off before. <gasps> yeah. Wow. He was like, he was like, and I just, and I was like, oh, what do you do now? He's like, well, I got into real estate after those two years because I w- really wanted to explore it. So. Wow. Exactly. That's like amazing. It's, it, exactly. I, I love that it, it's being more normalized. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. I, I think as a generation, we are normalizing more having that balance just because I, it just, it makes so much more sense. Yeah. yeah. Like when or people not, tell me they work 80 hours, I'm like, like why? Like I used to brag about how many hours I would work. But like I worked so hard. I had two jobs. I'm like, girl, you know, who's, you know, the, let me tell you though, that there is a difference. So you've got, you've got millennials and who's after millennials. Is it Gen, Gen Z? Z? Gen Z. Okay. Here's the thing though. Most of millennials are Pluto in uh, Scorpio. And then you have Pluto in Sagittarius, who, like us, are all about balance or like want that balance in the right. workplace, are like questioning why the fuck everything was, you know, the way that it is. But I feel like the later degree Pluto in Sag and then the Pluto in Capricorn, they're going back to what the boomers were like. They're like, it's all about the hustle. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, I'm like, guys, we put all this work. Y'all better not make us go back to like what we're trying exactly. to get to. And there's, yeah, there's always going to be people like that who just kind of, you know, capitalism. Well, yeah. I think people it just, want money. I think it just also kind of depends. Like, for example, um, when I was in event management and I used to work for Hyatt, I mean, my hours were absolutely crazy. There would be some days where I'd work 14 hours. I fucking loved it, though, because I was putting on these dope ass events and it was a lot of fun. But then, you know, like on my off day, I would still go work at this other venue um, to like bartend and event coordinate just because like it was still fun for me. Right. And like bartending was like for a way for me to like try out different personalities. Um, But I love that (laughs) personality traits. Yeah. Um, But like I, I still like even though I was working so many hours, like it was a lot of fun for me. 
And it wasn't so much about like the money, but just so, you know, it was something that kept me busy. And at that time, like it made sense for me. So like, yeah, a few years ago that working you were young, you had the energy. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> now it's like, now I'm a little bit more reserved. I like my, my, my alone time. I like my free time. So, you know, just it, see where there's going to be, it, it will ebb and flow at different stages of your yeah. life. And right. I think that's the beauty in it. So I'm hoping the later generations, you know, after us, the, the Pluto and Caps, like really hope you know, they, they see that. I don't know. I mean, I think, like I said, I respect the hustle. Absolutely. And in places like Los Angeles where it's expensive as fuck to live, like you, you gotta, you gotta have have no choice. Yeah. You have to have, like people don't have that privilege. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, I, I, I'm glad that as a collective in the younger generations where we all don't want to be slaves to corporate America, we'd rather be slaves to ourselves, like our own side hustle. Like I don't mind staying up all night editing. Exactly. Hell yeah. But if I was staying up all night for somebody else and for work, I'd be like- Copying papers? Yeah, Yeah, no, no. thank you. I'd be like, what the fuck? But I love doing it for myself. I, if anything, I'm more creative at night. Same. I'm always, I do, yeah, I'm the same way. Like when, at night when I'm editing, like after I've had dinner and you know, everything, like that's when I'm like, I really get in my zone. Exactly. I love it. Oh my God, these days. Okay. Well, I love that we started off like that. That was not <laughs> intentional. We're supposed to talk about birth control and birth control. we can get into it. Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. 
And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I saw that Call Her Daddy did an episode on it too because I, I guess she went on birth control and she said her sex drive like plummeted. Mm. And then How old is she I don't to know. Just now be starting. <laughs> She's our age, I think, or maybe like a year or two older. So, um, but uh, she has a boyfriend now, so I'm assuming maybe she, now that she's in a long-term relationship, and she, she's been with the dude for, like, I think a little while. I don't follow her too closely, but, you know. I, I like, I'd never even heard of Call Her Daddy until everyone said that was the Walmart version. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh like, we, we got that same comment. Yeah, people Someone on TikTok are like, uh, what do they call it? Dr Someone was like the, the uh, drugstore version. No, of, dollar store dollar version. Dollar store version of Call Her Daddy. And I literally, on that comment, I replied and I at Call Her Daddy and I said collab, collab? question mark. Now, she never <laughs> replied, but right. I'm like, whatever, at least at least, at least you're comparing me to her. Like, I don't, right. I don't care but if you I call think, me dollar store. Like, I think for me, it's just like, one, I started this before her. So it's oh, just like, you did. You so did, it's yeah. like, I'm not copying. Like I've yeah. been doing this. And I it's just, just didn't you. Have, right. She had, she started it with a Sophia or whatever. Right. It's and different. like she had a, like a network, a huge network, a huge team. You know Well, she mean? had, uh, not Jeff Bezos. The fuck. Uh, Dave Fortnoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to say like, our podcast is about non-monogamy and her podcast is about like relationships. Well, so, no, like, now her podcast is pretty much about like interviews. interviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's it's the thing. Changed. It's like, there's no like shade to her or anything no, like no. that. Like it's just like, we're all, we're, we all talk about similar things, but we're all different people with different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. So there's like no reason to compare. I just think for me, I just get really sensitive about my shit because it's like, I've been doing this since 2016 and no one even knew who I was. Yeah. And I put so much work and sacrifice into it. So to like compare me to somebody that's like, okay, like I didn't have the same kind of opportunities handed to me. Exactly, as, as yeah. Her, you know, and it's like, I'm not like- She was a socialite, yeah. Right, and it's yeah. also like, it's, it's not even to her, it's just people who like, the daddy gang, whatever that yeah. like comment. It's just like, no, I've been doing this. Like I, I just didn't have the yeah. you know, same kind of opportunity. And it's great that so. they're loyal to her, but at the same time, it's like that doesn't mean that you got to go tear down other podcasts. There right. have been other sex podcasts that have been around long before Call Her Daddy. Exactly. Yeah. Like she's not the only one. She's not like the blueprint. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But and now she's, you know, she's not even. Well, I guess it's still kind of a sex podcast. But my point being was, she talked yeah. about how like she, now that she's like. Or, I'm assuming maybe she got on birth control because she's been with her boyfriend longer. You know, right. if you've been with someone for a long time, you don't want to use condoms all the time. No. So, I yeah. Don't like using condoms with my boyfriend. No, no. Same. If it's like. Pull and pray, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, we have stickers that say wear condoms. Yeah. Well, no. And the thing is, is like. I'm pro condoms. I get it. Yeah. Pro condoms. If it's the first, like, you know, 
I don't know, however many times, like with someone, like you're just getting to know them. Yeah, wear condoms. Once you actually understand their testing regimen, their safety and practices, like what all that looks like. And you feel safe. Then you remove condoms. I think you should have a conversation. Like for me, you know, me and Brian, like we've talked about it. Like the first, when we first had sex, we used a condom. I was like, I just don't like, to be honest, like I don't really like having the condom there. Mm -hmm. And he like, has never done it raw. Like he was only condom pre- like with Ooh. previous partners. Oh wow. He was also never like in a serious relationship and he was oh. just very like yeah yeah very safe and like yeah. that's good, good about it, which is why I felt safe enough to be like, all right, let's raw dog it. Yeah. So um but yeah like it was a conversation. I also told him like I wasn't comfortable with birth control. Yeah. Um because I don't like the way it makes me feel. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And so we decided to pull prey. And so it pissed a lot of people off. That TikTok. But I think, prey. and I, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to shout this episode out to all of our younger viewers who are maybe about to explore contraceptives, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many different ways to take care of yourself in that regard with your body. And unfortunately our health system, you know, when you go to a gynecologist, all they do is they're like, Oh, you want to have sex? Okay, here, here's let's the put pill. You, yeah, here's the pill. Try this out. Like, you know, without actually like telling you just there's a vast amount of options out there. And like, and usually right. they'll just put you on one, see how you do. And like, but you have to be, you have to vocalize to your doctor then like, hey, this is turning me crazy. And right. then they'll put you on. So, so, the, the, so I got on birth control when the first time I ever got on it was uh, at 18. No, 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 19. I take that back. Um, yeah, before 19, I was, uh, and I didn't, before 19, I didn't even really use condoms that much because I had no idea about like safety. I, I kind of did, I guess I should say I mostly did, but then there were a lot of really careless moments, but I right. knew nothing about my cycle. I knew nothing about like how it all worked. I just knew that like, you know, if they come inside you, you can get pregnant. So I'd always just kind of like, you know, our pull and sex pray. education, yeah. I just want to know fucking sucks. sucks in this yeah. so if, you, if you guys are from a different country and you're listening to this being like, what? How? Yeah. What the it fuck? sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Well, because it's, uh, it's you were told not to have sex. Yeah, yeah that's that's that was it. Don't have From sex the till you're point of abstinence, it's yeah. like, oh, you're you know you're 15 and you're starting to figure out what your your parts are down there. Sorry, sex is bad. You can't have it. Yeah. That's it. Right. So at 19, I when I started dating my husband at the, well my boyfriend at the time turned husband later now ex-husband you know whatever. Um, <laughs> we we already talked. About <laughs> yeah. It. yeah <laughs> anyways, so um, you know we started having sex a lot. And like, at first we used condoms and then we stopped using condoms. And then we were like, okay, well, you know, let's be safe about this. So let's get, like, I decided to go on birth control and I'd never been on the pills and I was really scared about it. She put me on one. I don't remember what it was at the time, but I'm not Mm. kidding when I say it turned me batshit crazy. For sure. That shit makes you fucking depressed. I, yeah, I cried all the time. I didn't feel like myself. I like- by the way- yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Do oh. so you like hear me just like struggling over here? I'm oh. allergic to everything. We can just edit that out. Um, <laughs> anyways. Wait, what was it? Oh, you're good. Sorry. No, you're all good. You're all good. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm hey, over here I, trying to I, breathe. I have, I, have, I have had bad allergies. I know yeah. the struggle. Okay, continue. What was I saying? Oh, anyways. So, I just think it's like stuck. Yeah. Oh, you got to do the little pressure. I think I have a deviated septum. It's um, like 24 okay. hours oh, congested. No. People, oh my God, someone commented on my, one of my like, uh, episodes on YouTube was like, girl, I love you, but you sound so congested. (laughs) And I was like, well, first off, 
I am. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> and I have bad asthma. Yeah. And uh, and it's allergy season. So it's going to be worse. So you just have to just deal with it until I get surgery. Yeah. Someday. Anyways. Oh, um, <laughs> turn me batshit crazy. I was angry all the time. Yeah. And like, I got on the, the same one and I was experiencing the exact same shit. All the time. Finally, I couldn't. Uh, my, my ex and I. At the time when we were together, we were fighting so much because of the pill. Like the teeniest thing would just set me off. Anyways, finally I told my doctor, I'm like, I cannot stand this anymore. Please put me on something, another yeah. pill. Yeah. So she did. She put me on, um, it was called Chrysel. I remember that one because I was on it for fucking years. And so, and that one was like, was it a high progesterone or low progesterone? No, they were both low progesterone, low progesterone. and estrogen. It was a low, low dose one. Yeah, it was a low dose one. Anyways, um... And now that I think about it, even with birth control, we he still always pulled out. Um, anyways, so he was safe. <laughs> yeah, he was safe. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah. So finally, and this is something that I find really interesting. So I got off birth control. What, what year did we get off? Of October it? 2020. 2020. So what, how old were we? 26? It's great to have a twin because you guys can both like remember. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, I think we were 26 uh, when we got off of it. And so but at that point, I so I got on at 19. What is that? Seven years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Seven years that I'd been on it. Got off of it at 26. And I'm not kidding when I say I felt like a whole new person. My sex drive came roaring back and I always found that interesting because like before uh, I got on birth control I was like always wanting sex all the time so horny and then when I got um on it when I got on the pill my sex drive went away and I remember at the time I was like oh it's because we've been together for like you know a little while now and I thought like it was just normal that like now that we were in a more established relationship I just didn't want sex all the time and then, but no, once I got off of it, it was like, all of a sudden I was like, I wanted to fuck anything in sight, you know, that could go up my vagina uh, <laughs> respectfully and, you know, consensually. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> and then, and that was something that Alex had said on the episode too. When, yeah. or, when not, I didn't listen to her episode. I just watched a TikTok that she made of it. And that's what she said. She was like, my sex drive was gone. What the fuck happened to it? And so I can 1000% relate because mine came back and I was like, whoa. And on top of that, I was so wet. Like before when I was on birth control, it was, I don't want to say it was like the Sahara down there, but let's just say it was never like juicy ever. Right. It was just like, like below Regular. normal, right. below right. normal. Um, and then I got on it and now it's like whap all the time. And so I just, and then I saw another TikTok that I thought was really interesting. And they said that birth control fucks up the way that you choose your partner because your hormones aren't in the right like oh, and your pheromones aren't in the that right would place. That would make sense. Yeah. You're not thinking correctly. Yeah. And so and she had said she was like when women are on birth control, they choose men that are more like familiar brothers and like fathers. So they go for men that are that like they're not necess- their bodies aren't naturally what's the word I'm looking for? Sexually but also like is this scientifically backed, like yeah, yeah. or was this just like a theory? No, no, no. Just this to, was just to no, no, no. This for... was uh, this was she was a uh, she studied. This. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, the, okay, the okay. lady studied this, and it was a really. I wish I could find the TikTok because it was fascinating. But basically, she was talking about how like if you're um, the way that birth control affects your hormones. Basically, you choose it affects the way that you choose men, and you go for men that are more like family rather than the ones that are better for. Um, God, re, like reproducing or reproducing for um, reproducing, reproducing for what's the word I'm looking for to better your genes, to better your 
Oh, for um, what's I oh, like better, more genetic? Genes. Yeah, like better genetics. Yeah, better genetics. exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, and stuff like that. And so, and I find that fascinating because I felt like when I got off birth control, I wasn't as sexually attracted to my husband either. <gasps> yeah, oh. and oh. I and and it wasn't like necessarily like a, a bad thing either, right. but I, but it felt like it literally felt like my like desire towards him changed after birth control. And so it was really fascinating and to to experience all of that. And let me just say like now that I've been off the pill since 2020, so two years. So you're not on you're not on birth control. Not at on all? the birth okay. control. No, not on any birth control. Um I've been using the calendar method ever since, which we can get into <laughs> a little bit later. But ever since then like I feel like myself. Yeah. Like I look back and I'm like, I don't really know what I was feeling when I was on birth control, but it didn't feel like me. And now I feel like me. Oh, I always good. liked, like in college, you know, comparing everyone else's experiences with birth control. So, like for example, I had a roommate who got the the pill. And oh yeah! It into oh my arm. god, that scares me. That <laughs> that I've thought about getting because I'm like, okay, because no, if taking a pill, I'm gonna forget. Yeah, absolutely not. But the thing, that one, I, yeah, that thing, I'm scared of. I no, don't want it that. migrates. So, it can migrate. Yeah, it can migrate. I don't like get, that. That freaks me out. It can get out. lost in your arm. Yeah. yeah. I had my roommate got it and she like, also you could feel it. Yeah. I had a friend that had um, it too. Yeah. And hers kind of migrated a little bit, thankfully, but not too much, but hers made her like gain over a hundred pounds. <gasps> See, that's like my biggest fear too. Like, okay, this is kind of fucked up to say, but in high school, I had a, a relationship for five years from 15 to 20 years old. And the topic of birth control came up. He was like, oh, because I was scared because everyone's like, you know, around me is like starting to take birth control. And I was like, maybe I should start getting on that too. And um, he was like, yeah, but like, I don't want you to gain weight. And so that was always something that was like, I know, that was like such an insecurity of mine ever since. Like even in the relationship, like even if I gained a little bit of weight, I was always like, he doesn't Mm. love me. But that's a whole other, that's a, a whole other subject. Yeah, what so a for dick me, move. Like, for, that kind of caused trauma. I think I was yeah. probably, like, what, 16 or 17? Yeah, and yeah. I'm just thinking, like, well, fuck, like. Yeah, someone's telling you that they won't love you the same because you might gain weight. Right. It's like when you have babies and then, you know, the, you, yeah. your husband's like, oh, I'm not attracted to her anymore. Right. Sorry, she just pushed your kid. Your fucking child. Out of her yeah. fucking Anyways. vagina. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm not attracted to her because she doesn't look like the magazine. Right. Anyways. I digress. That's a whole other story. Yeah, it's a whole other story, <laughs> but. But that I mean, was my biggest thing. It was just well, so it's like, true. Nikki and I had like similar experiences in which we tried the pill, different pills, and see which one. She and I got on the same one at the beginning, and then after a while, we both decided that wasn't for us. She got on Crysel. I got on Yaz, which hell no, I will never do Yaz again. I literally, I went from batshit crazy to like astronomical like <laughs> diabolical like it was just right. so psychotic bad it was psychotic I was mad all the time I literally almost got fired from my waitressing job because I was so pissed all the time at everything and after that I, I like called my gyno and I was like look you need to change me she's like it's only been like two months you need to just wait it out I was like no, yeah. you don't understand. You fucking cunt. Like, no, yeah, I didn't say that, but I was like, I am not me. So finally, I got on Chrysel, and then we got on Enskys, and that was pretty good. Um, I thought I was on, I was on Chrysel. That was for a years. pill, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Chriselle was, was, was the last one. one. I yeah. thought, oh no, no, I did, I did end Skies and then I did Chriselle. That's yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was gonna say I did one and then I did Chriselle and then I stuck with Chriselle because I liked it. Yeah. But anyways, so but like for me, like when I got on birth control. A same same thing. It it took away my wetness. It took away my drive. Like when I was in my engagement, like we struggled with our sex life because I just was never horny. We um, struggled too in some was in some parts because we were uh, like we just had very mi- mismatched libidos. And so yeah. I mean we like we definitely worked through it, but yeah. it was just like I never initiated and he was like you never initiate. He's like you used to initiate all the time and I'm like I don't know what happened. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Well, but I was going to say like as far as like the weight stuff goes, like when I got on it, I I think I went like up 5 pounds and then I stayed. But Same. then and then after college, but I feel like everybody's everybody reacts differently. Yeah, yeah. some people I gain always, like yeah. Right, I always hear mixed reviews, and I think that's always been my biggest fear. Well, yeah. the thing was I is fair. when I once I once I graduated from my bachelor's, and then I went, I moved to Kansas, and um, what was Kansas. it? And then yeah. yeah, and then I started I started <laughs> my master's, and when I when I started my master's, and the place I was working at, I was so stressed out because I had so much on my plate because I was working essentially two two jobs and going to school um I just like I kept going up and then I could not lose weight so the moment that I got off birth control I finally and like and I was literally working out six days a week yeah and I mean like being on top of your health yeah and before uh, any fitness people are like oh she was probably running the whole time no I did cardio (laughs) I did strength training I could squat 225 like I I I had my shit together when it came to like my fitness like Mm -hmm. my ex-fiance was a bodybuilder he he trained me well um but yeah it, it was just really bad but then as soon as I got off birth control like all the efforts that I had been putting into my body, like finally, like without the pill, I was finally able to like get to where I wanted to be looks wise. And that was really nice. Yeah, so. I think so. If it doesn't make you gain a ton of weight in the beginning, I think it's, it does make it hard for you to lose weight. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. For me, like the only I've never tried the pills only because I've been so scared of gaining yeah, weight because so. of what my ex said to me. But I did try Nuvering. Oh. Okay, how was that? I could not last longer than a month. I was like fucking emotional. I'm already uh, emotional, yeah. but like I was like, I just did not like the way that I felt. Like I did, I didn't gain weight, thankfully, but like I just was so fucking like just depressed all the yeah. time. And I was like, you know what? Like, there's no fucking point. I don't want to do this shit. Oh, I mean, I was depressed when I was on, when I was on Yaz and when I was on the, the first one that we tried, I was, yeah, I was depressed on the first one. Depressed. Yeah. Yes. It was really bad. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Nuva ring is the one that it has hormones in it, but it goes you, you up, stick right? it up there and you leave it up there. And then yeah. when it's like okay. once a month, you like change it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Every like cycle or you like change it or something like that. You just change it yourself. So, yeah, it, it but so that yeah. one is that one is a, a hormonal one then. Yeah. So it, it it's kind of like the pill. You're just you know instead right. of ingesting, it's just already. Up and I just yeah, so I just knew that I wasn't going to be responsible enough to remember to take the pill and like I would the thought of like skipping like all that stuff. I just felt like I just didn't trust myself. I get that. also the whole weight gaining and all that stuff. Um. So Nuvering is what I tried, and I just I, I just hated it. I felt like I was just like irritated and like just depressed and like I just and I'm not like that like I feel like for me like I'm usually like 
just chill or like happy, bubbly. And I just didn't feel that way. And I thought about getting an IUD. Okay, so I I made an appointment to go get it. Let's talk about this. I have a like, okay, I am just traumatized. Why? Because what my best friend, I had to take her to the emergency room because she was just like, for one, she was like on her period for like months. Mm hmm. Wearing like fucking pat, like she was like in pain, and then she just got in so much pain where it was like unbearable that she had to do an emergency to like take it out. Wow. Girl, let me tell you this story. Tiki Wait, Taki's I'm about gonna, to go get the fucking IUD, yeah, Tiki, but yeah, I'm taking the copper one. one. There's I'm, people who like really like it. I mean, it, it, that's the thing you just don't know. And I, well, I, know. I mean, the nice thing about the the IUDs is that I mean, they're they aren't hormonal. Well, so. no, some of them are. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I think uh, but the copper one I'm getting is not. Yeah, there there's two options. There's the hormonal one and there's the one that isn't. Now, but the nice thing is, um, yeah, usually they don't have like nearly as many side effects, but the insulin. So there's I always use, something. With so I, yeah, I was gonna say with every single one that it has there's, spices. Oh, right. So well, because I like used on the to pill, work, for example, like my skin was so clear. Oh yeah, the yeah. people oh, yeah. go on birth control to like literally clear their acne. Yeah, or uh, their guys, PCOS. let me tell you, there's yeah. a different yeah. way of doing that. Um, but yeah. what I was gonna say is, I used to work at an OB/GYN office, and one chick one time came in, and she was like, "I need to her IUD broken half," <gasps> and it was like, and it wasn't like the the you know the strings, and it was up there. No, it it, it wasn't you know it wasn't like you know the normal insertion. It was like sideways and hooked weird and half of it had broken off and it fell out of her vagina so she came in she didn't have insurance and she was like hey i need the rest of it taken out because it broke and it's lodged in weird and the doctors are like well if you don't have insurance the to take it out it's going to be two thousand (gasps) dollars and she said i don't have that and so she went into the bathroom and pulled (gasps) that shit out on her own Dude, yeah. fuck America, man. Now, exactly. I was like, Are after that, I was like, I will never me? get an IUD. And that's that, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, everybody has that a must thing. Have, oh, my God. It's so painful. Sorry. Oh, I, I just, it was. Oh, I, I just sat there like, are you kidding me? She just walked out of the bathroom. And she was like, you know what? I just I did it. I would have left that IUD. <gasps> just like, I would have left it there. But like, fuck you guys. I would put it on the receptionist desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like, fuck but you. it's not their Thank fault. You. It's not their fault. Well, yeah. no, but that's the thing. Like, I felt Doctor's really fault. Just fucking do it. I felt really bad for her because I mean, and we're like, and the the clinic that I worked for was like one of the ones that's like, you know, if you're low income, you know, we work with you, right? So it was one of the ones that's you know at least not a private one or um, like a full blown one where it's like super expensive. But like, unfortunately, like the options that we have laid out for us as far as like contraception just kind of suck for women. All of them, because it's all be most of them. I mean, yeah, you can get a vasectomy, men, if you really want to, which are reversible. Um, but like, yeah. you know, for women, it's like either you're fucking up your hormone, you're fucking up your uterus, you're fucking up your body, you're getting something in your arm that could you're go weight missing. Gaining. Like yeah. you're, gaining weight. you're something is gonna go right. wrong. It's like, and what not- do men have to do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's really sad because like. Yeah, we have, and I felt really bad for that chick. Like she needed yeah. her IUD taken out, and it's gonna cost Poor two thousand dollars to take the two little strings and just pluck. That's why she was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it myself. But the fact that it was like lodged in weird, it's kind of, uh, it probably so. hurt. Yeah, that's so painful. 
Well, I mean, like, for example, I tried the pills and it, you know, before I have people coming at me like, well, you know, you know, why don't you do this and this? It's like, no, I tried the pills. I did not like them. They fucked up my body. Now I'm doing the calendar method. And let me tell you, it's given me a lot of empowerment back in my oh, body. Now, of course, I also question heavily if I'm actually like fertile or not. Uh, I question that all the time. Oh, I'm my like, God. I did too. It's so bad. <laughs> for though, two because, years. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually, I also, I think I get cysts in my ovaries. So that might, that might affect my fertility. Cause I had a healer tell me I get a lot of cysts and I was like, actually, you know what? I think you're right. Um, just oh based God. on some of the things that, mm-hmm. oh, I got to tell you about this healer girl. Yeah. It was a trip anyways. <laughs> but like the calendar method, like I, and I remember when I, when I worked at the OB gen office, I actually, I knew a woman who she was very religious, very like conservative, all about, you know, the natural state of a woman. She did not believe in contraception. And I was like, okay, well, what did you do? And she was like, and well, no, but she, she was literally like in her sixties. So like growing up, like she didn't have, you know, the flow app, but she literally told me, she was like, I got to know my body. She was Mm -hmm. like, I learned that, you know, you're only really fertile for one day out of the, you know, entire month. However, of course, the the days leading up to ovulation and the days after, you know, you can still get pregnant. She was like, but I would just listen to my body. You know, if I went to the bathroom and I wiped and I saw discharge, then I knew I was near ovulation. And she she had it down so well that she knew she educated herself on her body yeah but she also knew when she was pregnant if she was having a boy or a girl based on her discharge what she was never wrong how many kids yeah Yeah. i think she had three but she was using the calendar method to have children she was yeah that's what and that was that was the beauty of it right But, but that's the thing is she said she used the calendar method to have children and she used the calendar method to you know, not have children. to not have children, yeah. uh, you know, because her her kids, if I remember correctly, were pretty spaced out. Yeah. So it's like she learned her body and then, you know, acted accordingly. There's also a technique to, to a certain time during your cycle to have sex, to have a boy or a girl. Yeah. Also, like, take your temperature. That'll tell you where your body's at in your cycle. Or you oh, can wait, get there's like certain. Posi- I forgot. Don't quote position. Me on that. Position. Yeah. Position. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, if you generally, if you want a boy, you go in deeper. If you want a girl, you're you know you go a little bit. You don't have to go as deep just because you know the the X carrying sperm do better in the vaginal ecosystem than the Y carrying sperm due to temperatures. Um, and yeah. acidity and all that. So Kimmy did work at an OBGYN. I did, right. Yeah. I, like I said, because we talked about this a little bit in our last episode. I'm not a professional, but I do remember some of the things that I learned while working underneath some OB gins. We, uh, we need to get an OB so gin. so hot, too. Um, <laughs> didn't you go on a date with an OB gin? Invite them no. on the pod. No. Oh, no, I didn't. We we texted briefly, but that was it. Oh, you didn't go on a yeah, date. Okay, never mind. Date, but I am looking for an OB gen, so maybe I'll hit them up. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, but but yeah, so I, I think if like for any woman or any girl starting out, especially when you're young, like now granted, if you have like PCOS or, you know, endometriosis, like if you have, you know, those um, those are different. Yeah, yeah they're that's different. Like yeah. Specific Th- those are yeah. different. It's going to be a lot yeah. harder to read your body. You're definitely going to have to seek out professional help. But I would do so, you know, definitely like 
get a doctor that actually listens to you and your concerns and your bodies. Cause you know, there's a lot of obedience out there uh, that are just like, oh yeah, yeah, here you go. That should fix it. Bye. Um, but yeah, and I mean, or some of them are pushing certain birth controls because yeah, that's exactly. who they're it's like, being it's, sold by. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. so definitely. But like, if you're young and you have like your, your normal cycle and everything's chill, like before you freak out about, you know, someone coming inside you, like get to know your body. Like, did you just finish your period? Are you now granted you are most fertile between the ages of 16. And, uh, if you start your period then to about 25. So I'm so, not that fertile right now. I'm 31. I mean, so uh, the pool of- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, it I mean, can't, no, I think it, you're right. Yeah. Right, yeah and that's like, what I'm saying. Like the, the I haven't further- gone, I've never had a pregnancy scare. I might not be fertile. The further you get away from that time frame, you know, the, you know, not harder, but it, it's not as frequent that you're, you know, able to get pregnant. So, I mean, that's why, you know, they say, you know, the taking time bomb on the eggs. So is your period um, always like on time on the dot? Always. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, yeah. Maybe like a day great. or two late or whatever, but like it's very regular. And do you bleed with the new moon or the full moon? She's on the full moon cycle. Yeah. And that, moon. That's also really right nice. You're... Oh, you are? I feel like are I we about to have period. a full moon? I feel like I got my period a little late. Full moon Actually, starts. I don't know. Well, full moon starts like tomorrow. So yeah. or no. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow. So I if you're my starting fourth the, day. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so you're around you're the around, around, around But the full the, moon. And that's the nice thing. Like if you let your body like naturally do its own thing, it'll um, sync with either the it'll new. sync usually because like I'm synced with the new moon. So like I always know like halfway through the month, that second week, like, oh, I'm about to ovulate. Can't yeah. have a guy come inside me, right? Yeah. yeah. So and ever since our last episode, I and I mentioned pull and pray and all that stuff. Like, I downloaded the Flow app. Oh, yeah. really? Not yeah. sponsored. I downloaded it. Now I've been like logging it, and I I honestly love it. And I don't know why I didn't start doing that before. Like I should have been. Like I feel like I've been very in tune with my body. Like I always know like when my period is coming and like you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I would keep that in tuneness. Right. Yeah. Like still have the tuneness, but I think like I was really confused on what, what ovulation was. Like I yeah. really like having like a calendar and an app just tell me like, okay, you're ovulating. And when so- and it also tells you like, again, not sponsored. It also tells you when it's like a low risk. Time yeah, 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 yeah. Which I like that. that. Right. So. And there are other apps too. So there's Flow and then there's like a variety out there that you can, I can't remember the name of the other one, but someone had mentioned there's it. There's a lot out there. But that's yeah. one that I've been using for the calendar method too. I used to use one in college before I got, because I got on, I got on birth control like uh, three months into college. So those three months before I was on birth control, I, um, I, I used an app and it worked nicely. But I mean, like I would say the way you can tell if you're about to ovulate is by your, your discharge. discharge. Yeah. If yeah. it's like, oh, also another thing, uh, that's one thing I, I, I hated about being on hormonal, hormonal birth control is my discharge was just all over the place all the time. And I got like spontaneous UTIs and yeast infections, like all the dang time. I hate when that. also another thing that like affects your sex drive is, um, antidepressants yep. and yeah. antibiotics antibiotics and also oh, well, uh, antibiotics my ADHD will affect medicine your... my ADHD yeah. medicine yeah my Adderall yeah like, well but I mean it's it's nice that you're still having a regular consistent cycle even yeah while being on those yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it hasn't affected like I mean I'm not on Prozac anymore but when I was on Prozac like my sorry my it affects my sex drive like I'm just oh, not yeah, as yeah, like yeah. yeah yeah I'm just not as like as frisky 
as yeah. I can be, you know. So. To correct myself, I meant anti- antibiotics will change your discharge. Okay. Um, or can affect, like, your the wetness or the, the pH and everything of your... Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm not as wet. I feel like, well, I, I mean, opposite for me, because now that, you know, I got off birth control, I'm wet as could be. Yeah. And I've had so many guys comment on, like, you know, how juicy they think I am. On the topic I used of... to get the juicy comments. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't know why it's... Are you drinking enough water? Oh, that's another thing, too. I try. Or do you take... Or does your medication dehydrate you? Yeah, but even before my medication. Really? Like, mm. I feel like your Allergy medicine could also... Oh, really? Yep. Allergy medicine. Allergy oh, medicine will dry you it. out. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my allergy. But fuck my allergies, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, your allergy medicine will dry you out. Because I always notice, like, if I have to take Benadryl, oh. like, I cannot get wet. And I take allergy like 20, medicine or asthma, like... My asthma medicine, all like I'm always taking some sort of medication. Jeez. Yeah, and that can affect. So that yeah. could probably be it. But I was gonna say on the topic of like your discharge when you're ovulating. I think I told this story. Did I tell it on our podcast? I don't think I've told it on this one. And if I repeat the story, my bad. But and if you listen to both podcasts. Yeah. Whatever. Oh well, sorry. <laughs> but I'll never forget this. I was like snapping a guy. Did tell it I mean, I feel like this sounds familiar. I was snapping the guy, and basically, I like showed him how wet I was, and he was like, "You're ovulating." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, I, early on, maybe I did. Anyways, but I was like, he was like, "You're ovulating," and I'm like, "What?" He was like, "Yeah, I can tell by your discharge that you're ovulating." What right a nice, yeah. educated man. Yeah. Yes. And so after that, saying. that's when I started studying like the the how the discharge changes around ovulation. So basically, if it's like very clear and stringy, like the 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 test that you're supposed to do is like put it on your fingers like this uh-huh. and then go like this. Which gross, I know, but well, just whatever. Do it's, it. it's no, I body. do. I touch myself all the time. Yeah. So basically, like if you pull apart and it like stays stringy like that, when it's clear and stringy, and when yeah. it's clear and stringy, then you're near ovulation. If you like pull it apart and it kind of tends to stay on your fingers and there's not kind of that line in between, it's it's not as you're you're not as close to ovulation or it's not the same discharge as ovulation. Okay. Also, when you're not ovulating, it tends to be like milkier, mm-hmm. kind of like more opaque, and right. then but when you're when you are ovulating, it's more like like clear. So, yeah, yeah, I think when it's more opaque when you're in your luteal phase. Yeah, which your luteal phase, phase comes after so ovulation. I'm always like really wet right before my period. Like I yep. feel like I always get like extra discharge. And I, that's why I always get confused. Is like, it more milky? Because that should be luteal, luteal phase. So that should be like more milky. I milkier. feel like it's probably more milky for sure. Because I'm always like, wait, did I just start my period? And then I go and I'm like, oh, false alarm. It's just my discharge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that happening, guys? No, well, yes, I never wear yeah. underwear. <laughs> I hate that. So, really? Yeah. yeah, I never wear underwear. So it's so funny because like, for example... I'm like, I'm so jealous of people who could just, I don't know why. This Uh, is, I mean, this is going to sound really gross. Um, But the other day I, um, I was going somewhere um, and I was just wearing like my slacks. Um, But then I, (laughs) I went back in my car after um, wherever I was this event. And I noticed I was like, I was in the middle of ovulation and I was super wet. Um, so I went in my so I went in my car, went home, and then like I pulled my pants down to go pee, and then it was just yeah, it was like a puddle, and I was like ah yeah, like I'm ovulating. I, I knew it was already coming, but I I just don't like to wear underwear, and it's like it's not yeah. enough to like you know see like you know any regular person would not be able to notice, but I mean, uh, I just oops. for me I get really insecure of not wearing underwear because I feel like my vagina smells when I don't wear underwear. 
I like to let it breathe. Yeah, I like to let it breathe, so I don't wear underwear either. Um, and Around like the I house is fine with no underwear. Yeah, I don't like wear out. I don't wear underwear to the gym. I don't wear it. The only time I wear it, where I the also only time- can we clarify because people were like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god. So let me People were shook it when he talked about going to the gym on, on your my period with that like, underwear. Whatever. Okay, fine. A, I don't have I don't have that heavy of a flow. Thank you. Yeah. B, usually we're talking like day one, three, or four when like my flow isn't that like it's very light. And so like it just kind of like it, it doesn't go anywhere. Like day I said, two, I usually don't go to the gym because like I'm cramping. Yeah. I, I like right. don't. I, I hardly ever go to the gym on day you two, feel, which is you just feel yeah. icky on the second day. Well, exactly. like I was gonna say, like if Wait, you're free, I wanted, I if you're clear. free bleeding, you have to be aware. Yeah. Well, and I am aware, but I don't go on like the. I also don't really like sit down much. Like I don't mm. use the machines. I'll just do like free weights and stuff, um, or like jump on the treadmill. And so I'm not really like. Uh, like I, I, you're careful. Yeah, I yeah. put in a comment. I'm like, I'm sanitary about it. I'm not just like you know putting my blood everywhere. But, but, but on the same fine. way, I I don't wear underwear to the gym. I you know just leggings or whatever. The only time I really wear underwear is when I'm wearing like a skirt or a dress. Oh, yeah. I will say if I if I'm wearing if I'm wearing. Because I feel like for me, I'd rather not wear underwear if I'm wearing a skirt or dress, so it could air it out. Like I feel like if I'm wearing leggings or pants, like I have to because I feel like. See, like, interesting. Jean, these jeans yeah. right now are so comfortable. I'm not wearing underwear. But, like, like I'd rather wear a dress and no underwear. I, I, I like to wear dresses with no underwear. Now, if it's a mini dress or a mini skirt where it, like, it's right up on my ass, then oh, I yeah, will wear sure. underwear. Okay, let me clarify. Sure. Maxi dresses, like the long ones, I don't wear underwear. No. Yeah, no, and then you the get to, like, spread your legs and, like, yeah. really that, like, that feels like it like, airing air out. But I feel like with jeans or, like, leggings, like, it just, for me, I don't know. Try it. Try it. I have. Yeah, leggings. Oh, really? Okay. I was going to say, leggings, I cannot wear underwear with anymore. Wait, can I tell you if you're, this might really help you out because you said you were like concerned like the smell. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Try now on our pod at least. So insecure at the smell of my vagina. Okay. Let me, let me give you this tip. So, um, on our pod, we always champion good, clean love. We did an episode with their founder. We have a code, double 20, um, that you can use. It's an affiliate code on good, clean love. But let me tell you this. Hey, their wash, which I can show you what the bottle looks like. Um, I used to have an extra bottle, but I gave it to someone. Anyways, I use a wash every day. And I'm not kidding when I say, like, I, I used to hate feminine washes, like right. Summer's Eve and all right, that shit. Right, because right, right. they it, don't fucking it, work. Exactly. And, and those sprays just make it sting. Oh, no. Exactly. Yeah, it's no. like putting Febreze. It, it's like Febreze <laughs> yeah. on your on your cooch, and you do not want that. No. So I never use washes. And then when we saw, uh, when we did our episode with the founder of Good Clean Love, she was like, "Here, let me send you some products. Let me know what you think. And then if y'all want to like promote them on your page, like we'll give you guys a code." So I was like, "Cool." So I tried out the wash, and now like if I go two days without using it, I'm like, I need this wash because it makes it so soft. It like just kind of like really balances everything out. Like the P it's, it's supposed to balance the pH out. Um, but it makes the skin like so supple and I feel like it really helps to where like 
it does like the the odors kind of go away right. now it's not a product that like it makes your vagina dependent on it though no because no. i never had that experience no like, no i'm saying i need it in the sense that like i feel like the skin starts like getting dry from using like normal soap which i don't do or like just right. water like i feel like it's so much softer and so much more balanced with the wash right. that's why i like using it or why i get really like attached to it the day like i remember when we went on vacation and it was like a week that i hadn't used it and yeah. i could just tell the difference of the skin because it was just drier because it doesn't have kind of that and like, like it balance. won't smell because for me it's like okay after i shower like i'm fine it's ready yeah. but like at the end of the day after i've pissed shit yeah whatever so it's just you know it's had a day it smells like a day yeah. like that's, that's what i'm insecure about sometimes i get it so i say use the wash and they also have it's called a vaginal moisturizing gel and it comes with an applicator and you put it inside. So I put that like in after sex because like for girls, if you're having sex with a dude um, or multiple dudes, whatever, like their stuff is going to change your pH and that can affect like their the dick, odors. their cum, their semen. Yeah, yeah. all of that is going to affect your pH and that's going to affect your odors and your smells and everything. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You never know. Um, really depends on like the health of their penis and right. their, and their, um, there's always discharge. like an after sex smell. Exactly. Yeah. So, which makes sense. Yeah. So I use the moisturizing gel after sex and I feel like that just like makes everything like, so oh. like a moisturize, like, especially if you use condoms, it really helps. Um, but also just like balanced. I cannot say enough good things about their products. I absolutely love them. So shameless plug, check out goodcleanlove.com slash double teamed. Use code code double 20 at checkout. Plug. Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, try that wash because I okay. think it'll really help you. Okay. Um, and I, and like for me at least, like just what it does to the skin alone is so helpful. Well, and I will also say because there was a time, there was a time <laughs> a few years ago where um, I don't know what was going on, but let's just say that my pH balance down there, and this was during the time that I was on birth control. And I, like I said, I used to get like spontaneous yeast infections and UTIs from my birth control Ugh, all the UTI. time. Yes. They're the worst. But girl, let me tell you, there was a time where my pH balance got so off, it smelled like tuna <gasps> down there. And I, but, I, and I mean, like, it wasn't even like, just like, oh, I could smell it. I could smell it on like my underwear. I could smell it on my pants. Like it was really, really bad. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I realized the reason why at that time it was because the lube that I was using was just, oh. I was like almost like allergic to it, that it was just making things even worse. Wow. Lube is another thing so, too that can really. And I heard going it. vegan actually helps too. Like vegans have really? like yeah. Oh. Well, they always, they always I mean, preach it. What the things you put in your body are going to affect? Effect. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I feel it, like for me, I'm insecure of how I taste because I eat a lot of hot Cheetos. You know what I mean? Hot Cheetos. <laughs> like I feel like my vagina <laughs> has to taste like hot Cheetos. No. Just eat some pineapple after. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Just like throw in some pineapple and some fruit, girl. Like, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. So I just, like, I mean, no, no guys ever told me my vagina tastes like hot Cheetos, but I'm always just like, I, I like if I had hot Cheetos that day, I'm like, oh. and they're it was like, just, me out. I'm like, please, 
Lord, please don't taste like Cheetos. Try, <laughs> I'm telling you, try the washout. You, okay. it'll it'll take that hot Cheeto yeah. taste right okay. out. Cool. No, but but I'm saying the like spicy coochie. I I had <laughs> yeah I had a time where I was like really concerned about the smell down there just yeah. because like and my body was all out of whack, my hormones, my you know just everything, and you know what? I finally fixed that shit. Uh, no thanks to my gynecologist again. <laughs> she did nothing, um, but. <laughs> I really like, I figured it out. And then after that, it was like, that's, you know, those few years ago when that happened after that, that's when I really, and it was one of the main reasons why I got off birth control was because that's the time when I was like, okay, how am I going to fix my body? And I realized I was looking at everything I was doing to my, my, my vag and it's all of its systems. And I was realizing, biome. yeah, and it's biome that I was just not taking good care of it. Yeah. Wow. You gotta take good care of your coochie, sure. even if you it's have a spicy got one coochie. coochie kingdom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I take care of her. <laughs> it sounds nice. like you're really. In, it sounds like you're really in tune with your cycle yeah, like and everything. I always, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very like okay. Like I, I'm very aware of like when it smells. Like I, you know, what I mean, or like always trying to make sure it's like washed and clean and like, you know, I mean, I don't do too much to it. I just, I really just try to do like soap and water, and that's it. See, yeah, that's what I was I'm gonna say. Yeah, and then you, when you're washing your vagina, you shouldn't use soap, especially if it's fragrance. I do it like I do it kind of like outside. I don't go oh, like okay. in. Like I just I feel like, like the I feel skin. Like, okay, right. I just feel like the yeah. kind of the triangle. That's like, I feel fine. like that should be kind of you know. No one needs to be but shoving a so a, a dove no. soap bar. I don't up their shove cage. anything up there. If anything, it like you know how like the shower in. head, you could like make it a little like more. Into, you know how we all master. We've all masturbated <laughs> to the shower head. Yeah. You know when it could go like a little harder. Well. I masturbated to that, but it's not about that. I would take that and I would like just clean. I would, that's how I clean. Girl, have you ever you. masturbated to a bidet? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have I? I don't think I've masturbated to a bidet. Um, so one time I was in Hawaii and <laughs> there, and I was staying at this really fancy hotel room um, and the, it was a, actually it was a Hyatt Regency. Or no, it was a Hyatt, uh, not Regency. It was like one of the. So your ex-employer. Yeah. And no. It, yeah. It was like a Hyatt Ziva, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it was. Anyways, they had bidets. And this one was really nice because not only could you change the pressure, but you could also change the temperature <gasps> and you could also change where that water was hitting. Hot water on your cooch sometimes is a little not no, too No, no, this was yeah. a nice, warm stream. Room temperature. Stream just hitting right at the clit. And when I say I came on that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. That actually sounds a lot of fun because I do, I do like the feeling of like the shower head. I was going like to say it's so nice. Like especially like. The, not like the top shower head, but like the lower part. You know yeah. when you like, I feel like that's like the older kind of showers. I would just like kind of like prop myself up there and just like just ch like chill there. And you like know the faucet. Yeah, the faucet. Yeah, the faucet. I would. I don't fuck yeah, I would just like go under the faucet and then turn it. Yes. Yeah, I do. Squeaky, squeaky. It's the best. Me and my friend when. We she was the one that introduced me when we were like 13 or 14 we would just shower together because whatever and she's like oh i like look what i discovered and so she would do it and she's like you should try it and then like i just would do it and then she like told everybody you really gotta class. get creative about how how yeah. you're gonna masturbate i will say one time one of my favorite masturbation stories um we were at a club in las vegas oh sls to be exact 
I don't know if it's still there. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they're they they were what what um hotel was that? Don't remember. Anyways, so I went to. It was actually a pretty Cosmo. No, no, it it was Cosmo. It was a dope club. We were seeing Sebastian and Grosso, and the way they had their their um dance floor set up, there were two speakers on each side, um, and I (laughs) sat on one of the speakers. (laughs) You know, really <laughs> positioned the kitty in the right way, and then just let let that vibration just course through me. Were you and rolling? No, no. that would have been really fun. No, that well, that would have been. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I was I was a little drunk, but not much. Anyways, yeah, I just you know kind and of just like you orgasm sat there and, and then like, just. <clears throat> Wait, that's incredible! Like, I wish I was that good at coming. I was also like what, twenty one, twenty two at that's that true. age. So everything yeah, is yeah, yeah, it was it was easy back then. Um, <laughs> that's another thing too. Around ovulation, I come a lot quicker. Oh my oh, god, I can I come. come so much. I need to figure that out because there are other moments that I like come quicker than others, and I I wonder if that it has to around do with ovulation, ovulation and after my period, I come really easily. Right before my period, it feels like it takes forever to come. Yeah, there's times where I come like this. Like, yeah, oh, like yeah. so easy within the I first become minute. Feral like you touch me. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, and but then, then there's times, times where I'm like it's ten gonna, minutes, it's, and you're like, "Fuck!" I on. know, like I'm just so over <laughs> it. Like we just fucking come, <laughs> and then you know we fake yeah. it. No, I well, actually never. I've never faked an orgasm. Good. Good. Sex talk like, with my mom would be very happy with you. Yeah. Like I've I, faked orgasms before. I have, unfortunately. I never. Yeah. I never did. You're I blessed. Know. Yeah. I would just like say that. Sorry. I mean, I've, I've like faked it feeling good, maybe, like, oh. but never like an, an orgasm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, during ovulation, I, I and I, that's one of the ways I know that I'm ovulating now. You know, because I'm not on birth control, so now you know I get I get horny with my cycle, and right before ovulation, I become just like one of the people said in our comment section, and I was like, I agree, feral, yeah, just like the other day, I was masturbating during um, ovulation, and I took one vibrator, stuck it in, and I put the other vibrator on my clit. <laughs> You've never done that? No, that was the first time I tried that. And I was like, this Actually, shit's Actually, I've never good. done that. But I usually, like, I've done the whole vibrator inside and then, like, get an eaten out at the same time. I've done, well, I've done a variety. Like the dildo vibrator inside. Yeah, I've done nice. the, the one inside. Like, yeah, you put one inside and then you put another on your clit and then you do... Yeah, it's really. It's also really hard when you're trying to watch porn while doing that. Yeah, because you're Do like, you know bad. I, yeah. I was holding them with one hand. While Maybe I'll save it for phone. the next. I'll save it for part two. You gotta like. Yeah, you gotta part two. Correctly. I got stories. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if we want to go to part two, I guess closing. Eat closing. Closing time. thoughts. Closing for- thoughts. When it comes to birth control, I really champion everyone to not just immediately go on the pill, but like check out all your options. Yes. I'll probably do a follow up of what I think of the copper IUD once I get it inserted. Yeah, let us know. I'm not thrilled about it, to be honest. Um, but like because the and it sucks that like the brunt of, you know, contraceptives is all on women, you know, except for men that get vasectomies. But I digress. Anyways, the pill isn't the only option. And there are far, you know, I think better things than the pill. Um, that you can do well, what far better things? You know, I take that back. Everyone's a little different, but I guess just <laughs> yeah, express it to your doctor. Yeah, I, mean, I I just think that there are far more things that you should try before going on the pill. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. 
So for me, I mean, kind of saying the same thing Nikki said, I've not had pleasant experiences with hormonal pill birth control. Too scared to get an IUD um, or try like the Nuva ring. There's no way in hell anything's going in my arm. And, you know, if I have a long-term partner, I don't like using condoms. So what does that leave me with? I've just had to get to know my body and I'm also very careful. So it's like, you know, no cream pies for... Um, you know, 15 days out of the month, so yeah. which kind of, I can live. It's kind of just like, sometimes I don't know what to say because I feel like I haven't tried enough to really like say that like, which pills are great. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like for me, like I've kind of had, again, had that trauma with like the weight gain. I've seen some shit. I've tried something and I was like, fuck, I hated it. And I don't know. I also think that people kind of gave me shit for saying pull and pray, which I get because in this political climate, it's very like mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's very layered. But yeah. I guess my closing statement is, you know, like it's it's birth control is always worth a shot if you're comfortable with it. But if you choose not to do it, that's OK, too. Don't let anyone make you feel like shit, because there was a lot of people commenting, although there was a lot of people laughing and making jokes. There was several comments of people just like, why you want birth control and making me feel like shit for not deciding to be on birth control. When I bet like, most of those were men. Yes. And it's like none of your business. Yeah. And I also had like a fat shaming comment too, which was really fucked mm-hmm. up. But then people kind of went in and like had my back. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like people like don't make anyone force you into doing something that you want to don't want to do. You know, it's yeah. your body. Thankfully my boyfriend was very respectful that I, you know, um, didn't want to go on it, but we also know the circuit, like the consequences of our actions of mm-hmm. pull and pray. And um, again, I'm learning my body. I have the app. You know, yeah. Again, Everyone we know, does we know it. the consequences. Yeah, and I just everyone you know. does it differently, and I think you know, I I always champion the women that do that do love their their birth control and that do love their IUDs. Like I'm very happy when that works out for them. Right. You know, it's just like from my personal experience. No, I was batshit crazy. You know, trying four different pills. Yeah. Like, you know, and there's people who like have birth control and they're totally fine. Yeah. Or they love it. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason. So yeah, find what works for your find, body. Yeah. Find yeah. what works. I mean, that's the the theme of this is just find what works for your body and don't, and, and don't choice. be afraid to, yeah, don't be afraid to try out new different things. Yeah. It's no, I think, I think everyone should give a, like a variety of methods to try before going on the pill. But if you try the pill and it works for you, like that's great too. But yeah, just try it all out. Yeah. Try it out. Um, I'm too scared. Yeah. But I'm I'm terrified of going to get the IUD, but I'm going to yeah. do it because I just don't want to deal with the Weird things. The, yeah, the scary just don't. I, I mean, I will say like, you know, if you do have the IUD, like I know you love your rough sex, but especially like with the bigger men, do not do. Yeah, rough no, I probably won't because that can just really oh, just make shit. things worse. I, I had my my ex fiance bruised my cervix twice. Oh my god! Because I mean, I mean, he had a, a pretty good size, and you know, I'm not that, you know, don't so petite, big. yeah, um, yeah. So, and we loved rough sex, so you know, during the times, and that's another reason why I didn't want to try an IUD, just because I he did, you know, bruise my cervix a few times, and I was like, well, you know, if I had an IUD up there, because men can feel the IUD, they'll feel the little strings and yeah. neutering too, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, they can feel that. Had he, you know, what if he had shoved it up far? Yeah, no thanks. So mm, that's where I'm at. Like, I feel like my boyfriend's gonna be mad at me for saying this. Like, if I get pregnant, 
I'm 31, you know. I, I love be being mom, an aunt. But I'm also like, I'm not, I know I'm not ready, but like, I'm a firm believer if like, if it happens to me and it's like time, then it's my time. Yeah. Or there's such thing as abortions. That too. Yeah. I really wish they invented meal birth control. That wasn't vasectomies, like something that killed. Like They could. That's the thing. They could. They just I bet they could probably make a pill where it would kill sperm and you'd probably be fine. But of course, like, you know, no one's dumping money into that. Maybe there should be a woman owned research company that does. I don't know, but I mean, that's also messing with their hormones yeah, and their testosterone. And it goes back and forth. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, uh, up, I, I'm so. still, you know, especially like, you know, if I'm, if I, like before I met my partner, he and I, you know, we just also pull out and use condoms around ovulation. But like before that, like with new partners, I still used condoms. So, I mean... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we always champion for the use of condoms. Like, initially, like, and when you're... sex. Yeah, and safe sex. Yeah, yeah, like, when when it's the first stages of a relationship and you're getting to know someone and you're not, like, in a committed relationship yet, you use condoms. Right. And then after that, start exploring, like, whatever it is that you want to explore. And as a final disclaimer, none of us are medical professionals. These are just our Take experiences. Things, right. Take things with a grain of salt. Uh, they're just our experiences, our experiences that we're discussing. And so, like, you know, based on what we tried out and knew and you know this is it but like we'll get a we'll get a good gyno on the show for sure a good one talk to your doctors yeah get some backup facts yeah talk to your medical professionals but a good doctor yeah all right bye guys plug yourselves oh double team podcast.com i'm cammy this is nikki double team podcast.com on our website or instagram at double team podcast and tiktok uh and then at double team pod on twitter and reddit Yes, and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. We're doing a part two because clearly we have so much more to talk about. So We didn't even talk about plan B. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) We can end it there. Okay, bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.